This is VOA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. Israel and Hamas played down chances of an imminent breakthrough in talks with a ceasefire in Gaza. Their comments follow remarks by U.S. President Joe Biden, who said Israel has agreed to pause its offensive during the Muslim holy month of Ramadan if a deal is reached to release some hostages held by the militants. The president's remarks came on the eve of the Michigan primary, where he faces pressure from the state's large Arab-American population over staunch support for Israel's offensive. Biden said his comments reflected his optimism for a deal, not that all the remaining hurdles had been overcome. A rocket has exploded off the side of a ship traveling through the Red Sea off the coast of Yemen. It is the latest suspected attack to be carried out by Yemen's Houthi rebels. The attack Tuesday night comes as the Houthis continue a series of assaults at sea over Israel's war in Hamas or on Hamas and the Gaza Strip, and as the U.S. and its allies launch airstrikes trying to stop them. The Houthis have not yet claimed the attack off of data, a port they hold. They typically take several hours to claim their assaults. Congressional leaders emerged from an intense Oval meeting with President Joe Biden, speaking optimistically about the prospects for avoiding a partial government shutdown beginning this weekend. However, things are still at a crossroads on assistance for Ukraine and Israel, as the president and others in the meeting urgently warned House Speaker Mike Johnson of the grave consequences of delay. The Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says those in the meeting told Johnson, get it done. But Johnson emerged from the meeting without mentioning Ukraine. He said the first priority of the country is our border and making it secure. Biden hosted Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell in the office, Oval Office with Republican House Senator, House Speaker Johnson. This is VOA News. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump have won the Michigan primaries, further solidifying the all-but-certain rematch between the two men. Still, the results are highlighting some of their biggest political vulnerabilities ahead of the November general election. A vigorous, uncommitted campaign organized by activists disillusioned with Biden's handling of the war in Gaza far surpassed the 10,000-vote goals set by organizers. As for Trump, he has now swept the first five states on the Republican primary council calendar, but Trump continues to struggle with some influential voter blocs who have favored former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley in previous contests. Rapidly expanding Texas wildfires fueled by surging winds have prompted evacuation orders for several towns and shut down a nuclear facility in the state's rural panhandle. The Texas A&M Forest Service said Tuesday that the largest fire had already burned nearly 400 square miles. It remains 0% contained as of Tuesday afternoon. The Smokehouse Creek fire has more than doubled in its size since it sparked on Monday. An evacuation order was issued for Canadian, uh, for Canadian a town of some 2,000, about 100 miles northeast of Amarillo, as well as other towns. Nuclear plant Pantex says it shut down as a wildfire raged near that facility. The killing of a nursing student in the Georgia has become an issue in the 2024 presidential campaign. The suspect in last week's slaying of Lakin Riley is a Venezuelan man who entered the U.S. illegally and was followed to state to pursue his immigration case. Former President Donald Trump blamed President Joe Biden and his border policies for the Augusta University student's fatal beating. 
He and other Republicans have suggested migrants are committing crimes more often than U.S. citizens, even though the evidence does not back up the claims. Democrats have been more muted. Many express sorrow for Riley's death. Some have accused Trump of exploiting a tragedy and using xenophobic rhetoric for political gain. Two mayoral hopefuls in the Mexican city of Mauricio have been gunned down within hours of each other as experts warned the June 2nd national elections could be the country's most violent on record. The widening control of drug cartels in Mexico has been described as a threat. During the last nationwide election in 2021, about three dozen candidates were killed. Campaigning official officially began Friday. The western state has been particularly hard hit by gang turf wars. One watchdog says that it's likely that the biggest elections in history will also suffer the biggest attacks from organized crime. More at VOANews.com. I'm Tommy McNeil, VOA News.